Hello, and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including DuckTales, which we'll be talking about today. Uh, I'm your host, Alex Bonilla, and today I'm joined by Michelle Andrew. Hello. And Steve Zeck. Hi. Today, we are discussing the latest four episodes of DuckTales returning from a hiatus. We have four to talk about from this week. Uh, We have Treasure of the Found Lamp, the Outlaw Scrooge McDuck, the 87 Cent Solution, and the Golden Spear. If you want to catch up on our previous DuckTales discussion, as we have been covering this show throughout its run, you can find that at at OverlyAnimated.com. You can also subscribe to our iTunes feed at OverlyAnimated.com slash iTunes. You can find us on YouTube at youtube.com slash animated. Uh, wherever you listen to us, we appreciate any ratings or reviews you want to leave us. But yeah, we have four episodes to talk about today. Um, there's a, a lot of ground to, to cover here since uh, so we're going a bomb format this time around. Uh, we got four this week, five next week. Whoa. So. Wow. Let's go with the four that we have right now. We'll begin with general thoughts, and depending on if an episode stands out in our talking, we'll dive into that particular one maybe afterwards. But first, just general thoughts on the on the batch that we got this this week. Uh, Michelle, how how do you feel after going through all four? Uh, I feel like it's been so long since we've seen the show but i mean once the episode started i it was a pretty like easy immersive back into the show experience uh i don't think there were any bad episodes in this batch of four but there definitely were a couple that stood out more than the other ones um all very entertaining like i always appreciate that this um show is script driven instead of board driven just because like it's I haven't had, like, on my reserve shows, like, most of them are board-driven, and it's nice to have, like, that really snappy dialogue and have that be the thing that stands out maybe the most. Um, Gorgeous animation is always every, like, I love all these characters, except for, like, maybe one of them, but we'll get into that later. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I, I, I enjoyed this batch in general, so... And I was pleasantly surprised by one that, like, I didn't think it was going to be that good. And then it, like, had the most intense reveal at the end. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> okay, okay. Um, Steve, uh, your your general thoughts on this batch? Oh, well, there, I agree with you. There were very good episodes. Um, I think each episode was better than the next. Um, I was thinking about how to rank them. And honestly, I'm thinking it's pretty simple. Um, the... Treasure Lost Lamp is number four. Mm-hmm. Um, Outlaw Scrooge McDuck is number three. Number two is 80 Cent Solution. And number one is clearly the Golden Spear. So it's just like got better each day. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and yeah, and yes, it was it's great. Like also like awesome reveal in, in that last episode. Um, yo, I t- totally saw that coming. Um, we are so- talking about the same reveals. Yeah, but I'm also not. I also did not see the other thing coming too. So it's yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, and I do like how they subverted something in the um outlaw Scrooge McDuck. They subverted something which I thought was awesome. And um, oh, an 87 cent solution, man. I mean, oh, Glongo continues to just astound me of how hilariously ridiculous he is. That was the reveal I was talking about. Okay, I did not okay. see that coming. It's pretty great. <laughs> 
Well, yeah, I would, and, uh, well, because that's a thing that time stoppers, a thing for the original series. So for me, it's kind of not new. Uh, okay, but I was unaware that we have that ability in this universe, and so that yes. was pretty cool. And uh, I'll, I agree that I think that the, the 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 second half of the week, where we have the eighty-seven cent solution and the golden spear, like those are ones that I think are the better representations of like what Ducktail does best in terms of like ridiculous humor and uh, also like. Go- uh, with especially with Golden Spear, like trying to dig into emotional stuff going on. Uh, also, like Donald finally gets some love. I feel like we've been talking about yeah. Donald oh, need, needing yeah. an episode, of, oh. and like he finally got a little bit of focus, and so that was nice to finally Only get to him be back written into off the, the show. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. But yeah, but um, but uh, yeah. So the, those episodes were fine. I honestly was a little bored by the other two, by the Treasure and the Outlaw one. But m- maybe it's because of the fact that like those are they're kind of feel like let's visit our old characters like what are they up to sort of thing <laughs> like ones that we haven't seen in a while it kind of like felt yeah like... yeah it kind of felt like one-offy kind of you know just like checking in because we feel the need that we haven't used them in a while but like i'm not sure i got much of uh, the joke out of it personally but we'll talk about those as well um but yeah, so I, I think the ones that we probably should focus more on are the 87 Cent Solution and Golden Spear. Um, let's see here. Do we do funny first or story first? I guess let's do story first because so like Golden Spear is the more is the story heavier episode. Um, we, we check back in with Della, right? So uh, the last time we had a podcast, it was just the whatever happened to Della Duck yeah. special and that ended uh, um, ambiguously, and uh, now now we're continuing that. She's building her ship, and uh, Penumbra is continuously suspicious. But it en- we end in a situation where Della is forced to leave, and then well, there, there are like two reveals, right? First is the reveal that the general of the moon now wants to plan an invasion of Earth. Yeah, and- I called that he was. Oh. I knew it. Me, me too. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's, it, I mean, it shouldn't be a shock to anybody. I mean, really, mm-hmm. clearly evil for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I guess that's that's true. We we talked about about this in the in the last uh, last episode, and also I think we kind of predicted that Penumbra, like despite her her like come toughness, but, like would come around eventually, yep. and that's where we get to at the end of this episode. She's like, wait, why would you do that? And she feels kind of guilty for being a part yeah. of this, and also she feels betrayed too because uh, that that general just definitely used her and just manipulated yeah, her too. I don't see. I don't understand that. Like, if he knew she hated, she was the one person who hated her, why wouldn't he let her in on his plan? That makes no sense. Yeah, but, but she, she would have gone along with it. But she does love the other moon people, so she, probably manipulating them is probably something she wouldn't be cool with, no uh, matter what. The well, beginning. Maybe that's true. Yeah, because uh, one 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 thing that does get hammered in here is like Della recognizes that Penumbra is just trying to protect her people, sort of thing, and that so that's why Della like lets Penumbra go with a lot of stuff, and that that endears Penumbra to Della the fact that she's like understands where she's coming from, sort of thing. And and so I, reminds- I, li- I like that 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 kind of like relationship like slowly developing over the episode. And she reminds her of Donald. Yeah, that, that was a cute. <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, that that's an interesting line that they insert here because the other reveal connected. Oh well, Th- that which, is not a reveal. Well, not a that reveal, but an insane uh, thing. The plot, uh, yeah, is. a development is that yeah. De- Della lands on Earth. The ship is there. Donald finds the ship, and he accidentally oh activates God. it, and he is shot back into space. Oh. So, <laughs> well, I would say, I would say, I would say, maybe the voice actor could do other stuff, but there's a different Donald in the mickey mouse road racer so it can't be that and he barely so so you're appears. you're very set on this just being him being ridden off <laughs> well i'm sure they was... can't do that to donald yeah <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm, I'm sure he's not off the show he'll be back i'm just saying it's just it could be a while to we check in on him again honestly no, oh, i, I thought this was like the beginning of the new arc like we found Della but now we have to go save Donald and the reason I'm not crazy about this is like I want I was hoping when Della did return that they'd have some like real time to like reestablish a new normal well existing well the thing is like now they're all gonna be like obsessed with finding Donald so they're not gonna have a lot of time no 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 they're not at least not for a month because they think he's away on a cruise remember they sent him away on a cruise first and he was on the bus Stop waiting, waiting for the bus. I thought he was coming back from the cruise. Has he not gone on the cruise yet? No, I don't no, think his, so. His, fur, his feathers were back. I thought that was what happened because he came back from it's the relaxation. They go back fast just like oh. that. No, I, 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 think I, I think I'm over to Michelle's side. Maybe yeah, like, he, he was coming back. back. And that's how they're going to know. They're like, oh, well, he should be back. Too. Like, they'll wait a couple days and they'll be like, he should have been back by now. It's oh, like also, the ship's gone, so he's probably in space now. Like they'll connect the dots. I guess we'll find out next episode. But well, see, and see, my thing also is that we we insert the line of like Penumbra and the general talking is like she she said she uh, you remind her of of her brother, like the, the so we already have like Penumbra being sort of aware of Donald, and now the yeah. ship might just be go back to the moon, and now Donald will have to deal with the invasion stuff, and Penumbra oh and Donald will team up. All of his feathers if that happens. <laughs> For real. And it's a knows, very maybe, high stress situation. And who knows, maybe the family thinks, you know, maybe Donald's still a little longer. Maybe he had such a good time, he decided to stay a little longer. Maybe he met a lady friend and maybe just having some extra fun here so it won't be too concerned. Uh, you, you think Scro- Scrooge Scrooge trusts Donald? Lady friend on the moon? No, I'm talking about on the cruise. Oh, okay. <laughs> Is that is that how Scrooge is going to justify Donald being missing? It's like, oh, Donald made friends or something. Donald made friends. He's so good at that. Yeah, but um, so yeah, so that's why I I see this as just like kind of con- con- continuing to keep the moon as like part of our like side story until they eventually arrive at Earth for some mm. kind of finale type situation. Well, but the I Donald did- will be our connection. I do feel though probably when the climax of this whole moon invasion arc happens, probably Scrooge would have lost his bet and Glango probably in control and the only way to save the world is to give Scrooge back his company so he can do what he gotta do because Glango is not gonna protect us. Yeah, I, I know we've talked about like these two being connected, although I still don't really believe that they're connected at all, the bet thing and the moon thing, but... Uh... We shall see if they decide to intertwine them somehow. Um, and uh, also we have uh, Della showing up at McDuck Manor door. And she's like, I'm home. And so I suppose next week we'll deal with uh, nephews meeting their mom. <laughs> uh, any predictions on how that'll go? 
Very mm. emotional. Yeah. I I do think probably um Dewey and Louie would be very happy to see her. Huey, I'm not too sure. I do think he might just be still partially mixed emotion, be very happy to see her, but also might be very like angry with her for like her dumb decisions that caused this situation in the first place. Is is that one blue shirt? The red shirt. Red shirt. Oh, you think red shirt's gonna be mad? Hmm. Yeah, that's what must have been a lot of speculations on the internet about that. But- Why though? Because blue shirt's the one who's been the most kind of you know aggressively pushing to well, she, find out he, where she but is. He'd be, but he'd be in that case, he'd be most super excited and most forgiving of her hmm. too. Okay. And I do hope I would like to see maybe a moment of. Della and Webby maybe have a little bit of a bonding because as far as we know, Webby's had had no... She had zip parental figures in her life besides Mrs. Beakley, who's like one generation ahead of a... Two generations ahead of her, so... Plus, Webby might legit fangirl over seeing Della because she's a part of the (laughs) Duck family, so she's like, I've read all about you. You're such a mystery. I have so many questions. Yeah, and she she was involved in the search before the other nephews. Yeah, she and Blue Shirt, yeah. They they were doing their own thing behind people's backs, so... (laughs) So, yeah, so Della, uh, we're... I'll I'll just point this out that I feel like Ducktales uses cliffhangers a lot more often than the average show. Well, like, I feel like they did this like batch maybe more. I feel like Della was the only. Were there a lot of other cliffhangers besides Della? Well, just just season? yeah, I guess just Della in general is always the source of cliffhangers. Like you have yeah. the pilots episode where it just ends with them finding the Spear of Celine note, and then you have the end of season one where it's mm-hmm. like Della on the moon. It's like boys, and that was well. Like, well, Della's that's why I, it, I was so like honestly not a fan of Donald getting in the ship because it, it was so quick. It was within like. 30 seconds of Della on the doorstep. He's like back in space. And now there's like another ridiculous cliffhanger. Like, I feel like we need to like not have a cliffhanger for a little bit for them to be exciting again. But now we have a new thing to worry about. And it just feels like whiplash. Well, well, knowing Donald as I do, I think he'll be fine. He's been to a He's been to a lot of wacky adventures. So. But he he got a prescribed stress hammock because he doesn't <laughs> like adventures. This is absolutely what he doesn't need right now. <laughs> on the well, bright si- on the bright okay. side, if we get a Donald solo arc, maybe that means more Donald episodes to <laughs> dig into his personality. And like I, I I'm not opposed to that. Well, I could see- go to moon and no one's gonna be able to understand him is so sad <laughs> and yeah and well i could definitely still i can't wait to see donald and penny kind of meet since you already draw that connection how the similarities della has in her head that they're similar let's see how they get along i guess that's the one interesting <laughs> thing to look forward to about the donald moon plot yeah i and actually the- well, oh. mo- most of this episode deals with the moon, and um, this is the second appearance of General Lunaris and Penumbra. Um, how do you guys feel about uh, about them making their returns? Mm. Penumbra is petty, man. <laughs> she gets so jelly. Uh, how good of a roommate w- would she be, you think? Not, not good at all. Well, I don't know. I think it's more Della's part because remember she said Della never did the dishes. She was more of a slob. Oh, that's true. She didn't ever do the dishes. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wonder if that's a story of... wonder that happened in Donald and Della's childhood that 
often Donald had to do the dishes all the time, and Della kind of got her way out of it. Yeah, so that Della is not uh, putting her weight around in the in the relationship. So she, sh- so I don't think Penny is totally at fault here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And just so overall, like I think that the episode does a good job of. Obviously, we we predicted before, like from the last episode, that she'd come around. But I I do think that the episode did a good job of like taking us through that process of like her like being more and more paranoid, but eventually getting to a place where she accepts Della for like what she's doing and uh, like how she's acting, and then that that realization coming just as the general does right. this whole twist, and that like kind of like climaxes it in a way so i, I think that with uh, with penumbra they did a really good job for for the limited time that we've known her so far i'm kind of really surprised that the the arc for the season is going to be about aliens on the moon coming to invade earth in the ducktail show mm-hmm. i mean I'll, I'll i'll suspend my 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 full thoughts until we see how it plays out this season but of all the directions this could have gone i did not see this coming at all <laughs> well do you think it's more or less absurd than last season being about a mag- the magic of the spell like deciding to like break out of her coin well magica i mean but she was an established character in the canon of ducktales already right are these moon people canon or are they a new thing uh i'm not sure if they're canon to the old show i think they're canon to the video games uh the classic really? 1989 video games or at least there's one wow. level when scrooge has to you know fight on the moon but i don't remember moon people i remember the boss was a big giant rat so yeah, I mean, if the if the moon theme, which is like a famous Ducktales thing, so the moon must be important in yeah. <laughs> Ducktales or, lore. Or who knows? He might have this, these might be from the Car Barks comics, and if so many Car Barks stories, they don't even ask me to keep up to know all of them. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, other stray things from this episode. Um, we continue to hammer home Della being impulsed by needing to be a mother to her to her sons but also like we kind of add in the thing of like hey earth is great like you guys would love it sort of thing so i feel like the show is trying to like at least flesh it out a little bit (laughs) multiple reasons to go to earth yeah i think though there's sort of like a subtext here like earth is supposed to represent our a country and the moon's another country and how like sometimes if you go visit another country sometimes you oversell your country and sometimes can make the people in that country just feel inferior like i think that's what they're going for here with with penumbra's feelings uh, yeah they, they kind Which, of play with that too like also when, when uh, penumbra is like playing off of the aliens making them feel bad and then one of them is like oh are our simple pleasures not enough for you sort of thing so like they're they're like sort of brushing against that and like we have the whole thing of like her pl- playing up the idea of like slap bracelets guys those are cool yo-yos dogs <laughs> So um yeah so so I, we're we're trying I, to make Della at least care a little bit more about like actually being home versus just with family. So I also think though you gotta look at Della's past being a mother is so important to her because I don't know I it seems maybe she never really got to spend much time with her own mom 
seems her parents died when she was very young. So uh, I don't think there's been anything that... in the show that has implied that, but okay. <laughs> oh well, the Christmas episode it seemed they were living oh. with a screwed even. Oh, that's yeah, true. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, never mind. Sorry, I was too mean there. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so. But, uh... But um, we we do get that there's like one moment I pointed out here where like she's like we'll be finally be able to do things with with together like visit the pyramids of Tothrar, climb Aww. Mount Neverest, and it's like things that her nep- <laughs> the nephews have already done with Scrooge. So uh, yeah, that was sad. <laughs> I kind of wonder what happens like, when it doesn't react with them. Are they going to tell her, or are they going to pretend they never did it and do it again? I mean, there are plenty of other adventure spots. I think you just find new ones. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's more just like hammering home like all the time that she's missed, you know. It's just yeah, a... I don't want to hammer that home too much. I hope <laughs> it, there's not a whole episode about them faking going to old places and then they have to have a talk about, yeah, you've been gone a long time. We did that already. And her being like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't really want want that episode i already feel bad enough for Della. later in this podcast we'll talk about another situation of faking being places <laughs> oh man um but yeah uh yeah and so yeah we, we, most of that Della stuff is happening and eventually she has to leave and the the, uh, the general uses compassion to take the plans from her and that moment is i think pretty well done of like Della kind of being in a hurry and like not knowing what to do and so, yeah uh, yeah so like that all, all that was pretty great and then like it sets up the general's like big mo- monologue of like we're gonna take over the earth so yeah so the moon, moon stuff is great and then uh, the other side of things is donald t- trying to relax a very relatable thing in life but... poor donald yeah mm-hmm. and like, like well, it does remind me of like classic donald duck shorts of just donald just trying to relax and stuff always gets in the way either like his nephews or chip and dale or some groundhog so i'll say that that opening is very cartoony where it's just like him <laughs> on a hammock and then it like jumps up out of nowhere because like zombies just show up because, <laughs> i uh, love and... that it's like a cursed vhs tape though it's really great <laughs> and a vhs tape too like i don't know how old-fashioned that is it's, they said it's from the 90s i'm like oh yes this ancient relic to summon zombies <laughs> from 1995 or something <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and uh, and like uh, we get a moment of like Donald chainsawing through a zombie, which you know was, was kind of cool. cool. Yeah, yeah, um, and, and then like the rest of the episode is also like Donald just struggling to find places to relax. Like he moves to the boat, and then Storkley shows up. Remember Storkley's, you guys? Oh, yeah. oh Storkley's! Storkley's is great. Yeah. Number one Donald fan. Yeah, yeah, and he is also so supportive uh, of uh, of Donald's uh, of the nephews of be- becoming a god or whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> eventually, like, and there's also one where he's like in a closet with uh, demon goats. Gets uh, caught in a portal, and that was um, yeah, that was something. But the the, the big moment of Donald is that at the uh, near the end, like they all realize that Donald is stressed, and that that and they decide to organize a cruise for him. And there's like a big family hug, and Donald is unsure about it, but they're like, "We're all family now, so we have we can take care of each other." And that's you know, what Donald yeah. needs to finally let himself rest. You know what I noticed though? The hug, rest the... in space. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, it's in, uh, now oh, he's resting in space, but. <laughs> 
but I, I just sort of like once again like DuckTales hits the family moments pretty nicely and oh. I think that's like another one where like it, uh, it, it it's nice that like they finally notice that Donald is you know going through some tough times internally and like they, they like take, take it upon themselves to help him out finally you know what I noticed though the, the hug I noticed definitely that Webby was part of the group hug so that was nice yeah. It's just seeing Don really haven't had any real moments, so it's even still. still. Yeah. yeah, so so, yeah. Do, so Donald <laughs> has expanded his family in recent times. Like also, like now he Storkley was in that room, so is he part of the family now? In a way, well, as far as he's concerned, yeah, as far as Donald, as far as he's concerned, I'm not sure how Donald's concerned. As far as Storkley's concerned, he's part of the family, so <laughs> yeah. And so, and they they get tied up at the end there with uh, Donald and Della switching up arcs. I kind of wonder though, so. the whole series is gonna be like they're not all gonna be in the same place, the two twins, until the series finale. God, I hope not. <laughs> uh, I, I, I refuse to let that go on beyond this season. But uh, yeah, please. Yeah. <laughs> so that was the main story episode. I think like the biggest funny episode is the eighty-seven cent solution. But yeah. because we have Glomgold, the return of Glomgold, we have praised his appearance before. Um, Michelle, what, what is what 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 stands out to you of Glomgold in this episode? Because there is a lot. <laughs> Wow. I mean, I didn't, I guess the thing that Glomgold has most to his advantage is that we really severely underestimated him up to this point. I mean, it's, it's hilarious that he, so he's like describing how he, in the twist that he has this master plan to mess with Scrooge, but it takes him like a year. 12 months to stop <laughs> shouting at a frozen child. <laughs> in like a pocket time dimension so like clearly like it took him a really long time to put this plant together but it's like great because like yeah we see scrooge like losing his mind and we have this plausible explanation of gold fever and he keeps saying he like sees this guy like look there he is oh he's not there anymore like scrooge seems pretty crazy and to realize that like glomgold was legitimately like stopping time like dressing into a devil suit running around for like five seconds messing with scrooge like that's amazing like this was actually my favorite episode of the four just because of how crazy it is but it was pretty fun like honestly like gongold's no box man but like i give him more credit now than i did before i I can't get over it he's like literally wearing a devil suit in the flashback he is so ridiculous, but I love the ridiculousness of him. It takes oh, him yeah. a year to figure this out, but the thing I came for, the one theme I had at the end of the episode, the thing I'm thinking, I've repeated my, myself many times, two words. Poor Olsen. Poor Olsen. Like, oh man, what a, t- what a life he lives. <laughs> <laughs> I was you, that you, made me think of the part when like the 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 what is the name of the like scrooge headed horse thing manny manny so like when manny like gets out of the the coffin and it's <laughs> like you turned into a horse <laughs> yeah. it's like moments like that honestly worked so well and they were so silly i loved it uh, I'll say my my favorite part, like the one that got me to crack up, was when Glumgold just like storms into the funerals, like the white suit, the top hat. Oh my god! Yeah. Like, make make 
Yeah, we, we use a like, DJ Collins song. Like the, the that high was t- a really good use of music. It was pretty on point. Yeah, it was like making it rain, you know. <laughs> and normally, he like they... tries to climb up to dance on his. Oh my body. god! I thought was he was just going, I thought, so funny. I thought he was gonna hump Scrooge or something. <laughs> whoa, whoa! This is a family podcaster. <laughs> that is what he's doing by becoming the richest duck. So you know, <laughs> total power move. Uh, and uh, uh, oh, first, maybe maybe the best part for me is the fact that nobody let Donald in on this thing. I and know stuff. those bad the winners' feathers keep coming out. And he had a funny, he had a funny slide too. He said he was too young. He was too young. The oldest. When he sees him, he's like losing his mind. He's like, "You're alive!" Like poor Donald. Oh my god. He's had a tough week. He's had a really tough week. <laughs> Well, yeah, so so Glam is, is great, man. And you know <laughs> what? I want to adventure. I kind of want to feature. I want a bonding episode with Mrs. Beakley and Alson because I think they're like the two inner, like like they're the Scrooge and Glango teams. Like, oh my god, yeah. there's two versions of each other, Beakley and Olsen. I think Olsen has become Glango's Beakley, sort of the right hand, his this the smart side of of him. Yeah, Alson's yeah. awesome. Like, I don't. I don't really remember her being much of a character before this episode, but she's definitely a standout. Yeah, this definitely feels like one that gives Allison a lot more focus than mm-hmm. we've gotten in the past. And yeah, so like she 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 fills the role well of like trying to keep Glomgold in check. Um, yeah, but like she has to like drag um, Glomgold back to the pew, like kicking and screaming practically. So uh, yeah, she she's oh, she's doing the best she can. You know what? She deserves vacation just as much as Donald. They should have gone together on that cruise or something. Oh yeah. <laughs> Um, and uh, meanwhile, we uh, the this is all impulse initially because Scrooge noticed that he's been robbed of eighty seven cents, um, and so we have Scrooge find. I think I don't. I'm not going to say this is the first time because it's probably happened in, or earlier, and I'm just not remembering. But this feels like the first time that he's like actually obsessive over over like a little bit of money but i don't know it's like the idea of scrooge being obsessed with money is like a thing that i associated with his character for a long time and yet i feel like the show has done a good job of not not really leaning into that side of him so like this felt like fresh in a way mm-hmm. i don't know if i'm off on that yeah maybe I'm, I'm missing more episodes in the past that have already done this <laughs> Well, it's definitely, I feel like him getting more used to, like, the nephews and not working alone has been a much, a much bigger arc for the last season. So, yeah, I agree. It's, it's When you think of Scrooge, that's what comes to mind. But when you look at what the show's actually focused on, it's the money's, like, always in the background, but it's not necessarily the focus a lot of the time. So I feel like that's accurate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And we we have this whole thing of uh, him slowly losing his mind, and the nephews are are thinking it's a gold fever. And it's like the, most of the first half of this episode is kind of like doing this story of everyone trying to be for Scrooge's safety, and Scrooge just totally ignoring them. Mm-hmm. And we we get all all the way at the end of the episode once Scrooge reveals that he was aware of this the whole time. It's like I have my family to keep me grounded. I finally ended up listening to them, and uh, that yeah. allowed us to think. So yes, Glangol's plan would have worked before the series when Scrooge was all, all alone. So I think that's the lesson here. 
Yeah, he finally has uh, people around him who care about his health. <laughs> um, and so we we get all all those hijinks in the in the first half, leading up to the the announcement that Scrooge is dead, which was kind of a shocker to have in the middle of the episode. I feel like okay, well, this is a bit early, but like also like whoa. <laughs> well, Scrooge faking his death—that's happened before. That's I think when, ha- when did that happen before? The original series. Wow, the original series. Count. He, I, okay, I'm just saying. Original series. Um, he, Ma Beagle tricked him into thinking they're married in some sort of plot, and then in the end, he sort of faked the death to Ma Beagle reveal like she was conning everybody. So, <laughs> yeah, it, uh, faking your own death seems like a very rich person thing to do because, like, you need the resources to like tell the press or to force the press into reporting this, and then, funerals are expensive. Too. And then yeah. funerals are expensive. Like you need to make it look legit. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So like it, it it feels like a very privileged thing to do to be able to pretend you're dead and then <laughs> just like and have a you, new life. he had like the reward of two million dollars for someone to recover his eighty-seven cents that were stolen. Wait, like, uh, like you're gonna lose two million dollars in the like you're willing to throw all this money on a funeral. Just what? to prove. Wait, was was Launchpad the funeral? I don't think he was there. I, a lot of missing people there. There was let's see. There was no uh, the two Cabuleros, Jose and Carp and Panchita weren't there. Um, <laughs> Goldie wasn't there. Um, well, so you're saying he wasn't convincing enough because we didn't have all his friends throughout his life. Where was Goldie? Right? Yeah, like, Goldie yeah. would have showed up just to steal his steal yeah. his money while he's dead. Yeah, yeah. Um, the coins off his eyes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. But I think the long term part wasn't there because they wanted Donald sort of play the foil, like the, the kind of the fool who fell for. Because Launchpad would be one person you cannot tell. You have you, you have to pretend he's dead, but Launchpad say because he'll give it all away because he's an idiot. So yeah, yeah, that that would not have been great. <laughs> and have I, two of them. I, I have two of those characters there. I, I'm letting you discuss Launchpad because this is actually the only <laughs> episode that he's in of this yeah. batch, and he yeah. was. He's got a little bit of moments earlier, like, uh, well, for, he's the one who gets, like, shot down by Gizmo Duck in, in the middle of Scrooge's uh, rage. But later, like, when they're trying to convince Scrooge, he's like, happy birthday. <laughs> he's got just got, like, a birthday card because he's totally unaware <laughs> oh of God. what's going on. <laughs> so, oh, our favorite man child. Yeah, he, he's, he's, he doesn't get much, but, like, the little moments he still, still, still delivers. Uh, <laughs> Um, other random notes, uh, in the, oh, I, I want to point this out because in the middle, uh, in the early parts where they're trying to figure out who could have stolen it, um, Gizmo Duck is like saying where everybody is. The, the Beagles were at some, at a convict con, uh, convention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they'll steal more than 87 cents. Come on, Scrooge. <laughs> and Mark Beaks was at something called Cornchella, which, uh, let me just say, why are cartoons obsessed with corn? Corn's the new it. Thing. Like this is also like a Star versus the Forces of Evil thing. This yeah. is an OKKO OK thing. Like this goes, we... yeah, well, this goes all the way back to the Nickelodeon sketch show. All that so, corn is crazy. They, they did have corn in that show. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's so many corn jokes, and I can never understand like what the fast. It's easy to use in puns, I guess. And and well, Scrooge really. And the last line, last thing though, Magica is not going to steal eighty-seven cents from him unless part of the 87 cents is his number one dime you don't give exactly. a crap about so 
Yeah, Scrooge is just very irrational. Yeah, I, I guess that's also true. We're reminded that Magicka is still out and about, so we haven't really le- used her yet in this season. Um, s- small possibility, I guess, since they're reminding us here that she's around. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Let's see. And anything else from this episode that you guys want to point out? Because there are. This is just a very gag-heavy episode. So, oh. like, there's a lot of jokes that we probably haven't oh. touched on yet. Bongo is just ridiculous. Um, you say he's probably. You you show you compare him to Boxman. What yeah. about another character like how about Hawk Moth too? Because the thing with Bait. <laughs> I don't know sick. anything about Hawk Moth. <laughs> 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 what does Hawk Moth do? No, I'm just saying how many times he's like, he wants, like, he tried to akumatize a baby. He has this thing with babies, and oh, Blango okay. here had this little fight with a baby. It's just like. <laughs> yeah, just a lot elaborate schemes, you know. Those are always the, the hallmark of a good villain, that, like, they're, they're just able to d- make things very complicated and yet mm-hmm. still find a way to gloat over it, you know? So. Mm-hmm. You gotta find your joys in life. I feel like gloating can be healthy if. It's what keeps you going every day, you know? Oh, no. Yeah, Glomgold has no time to focus on charity. He just wants yeah, to show, yeah. show up. Gotta show how cool he is. Sure. <laughs> oh, man. I'm surprised, though. Yes, it wasn't a kid's show. If this was like a more adult show, he probably his main key, what he might do at the funeral, he might moon screwed. So. I mean, we were very close. He was like. They let him up on that casket. Who knows what he would have done in his, you know, ultimate pinnacle achievement. Yeah, but by the way, if oh, I guess he's too short. But like when he was getting up there, like did he not see that it looked kind of fake, the Scrooge? No, because well, it's too... on the eyes, and it's mostly covered. You can only see the head. So mm. he's not too smart. He checked out. They did a whole funeral. Like I would think he'd assume like, well, Scrooge loved his money. They wouldn't pay for a funeral unless it was like a real funeral, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He'll um, probably oh. be buried in his money. He probably won't give any, like, give like any inheritances. He probably just bury himself with all his. Fortune. That would crush Green Shirt so much <laughs> yeah. if there was no inheritance. He's counting on that money. Yeah, he's he, waiting. He was he was very destroyed when he first heard that money was stolen. So. <laughs> Um, also, like the Donald gets the moment at the end with the funeral, but also earlier in the episode, he is also seen testing the security systems. So another poor Donald situation. Oh, yeah, <laughs> he's that, the one that's being a forced. Back to the first, the opening of the original series. Is yeah, like I said, this show does a lot of callbacks. In that version, is Drew who was electrocuted in an episode that was also part of the opening. So. Well, yeah, but got, this, this time the Scrooge is too rich, so he's sending yeah. his poor nephew yeah. to test the electrocutions instead. Yeah. So he's mean. But, but, but yeah, look it up on Tumblr. They definitely have some. <laughs> the DuckTales <laughs> Tumblr community is. Uh, um, I'm not. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not brave enough to dive into there. <laughs> well, that's why. That's what you have me for. I, I'll do the stuff. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. Can. Yeah. Uh, so and just briefly touching on the other two episodes here, we have a uh, treasure of the found lamp, which is dealing with this uh, dog person named Jin who's looking for a lamp. Uh, Lu- uh, I think Louis is the one who accidentally uh, sold yeah. it off. Yeah. So oh, the no, whole actually it was Duckworth that sold it off. Oh, but... that's true. Yeah, yeah, Duckworth. <laughs> Technically. Um, 
But Louie instigated the yard sale. Yeah, yeah. And so half the episode is Scrooge and Webby stalling, like like making the Jin go through fake adventures. And then the other half is uh, is the nephews finding Duckworth and figuring out what happened. I'll just say I'm not a fan of when it's uh, when it's like obvious we're just stalling for time and like need to make up things and use make this new person kind of like the fool. Especially since he's like treated like a serious person, like this me, this is pretty emotional to him, and we're kind of treating it as a joke. I don't know; it felt kind of weird to me. And I'm not the biggest fan of bringing back that fat, so rich kid. That uh, was yeah. the oh. most uncomfortable scene. He was like, I forgot he made his parents dress up like servants, but when he's like making them dance on cue and made his dad use his hands to drop the syrup on his pancakes, I was like. This is like really uncomfortable, though. Like this whole place, oh, this whole well, I hope child. This series, Scrooge is able to rescue his parents from his clutches. But yeah, I, I think I think that's meant to be uncomfortable. So like, and, uh, also, they succeed, Paul, I guess. Also, Gladstone or Paul Tompkins is back. He is, but he doesn't do anything. He's just like sitting in a blimp, like. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it better than than uh, Doofus, so sure, yeah, Doof. But like Doofus does more things, but yeah, I just feel like visiting like characters that we've seen before. Like, what are they up to? You know. And also, like with the Webby and Scrooge thing, it's like, hey, Celine is back, and we'll just like but bring well, her I'm into our our hijinks. I'm not clear here in Sucker Blues. Are they brother and sister? Who? Uh, you know, Donald's like number one fan. Wait, no, who, Donald, who are you even talking about? I'm talking about the the person who like forgot his name the the uh, the guy who's like Zeus's son who's Donald's like number one. Fan. Oh, Storkles. Storkles, yes. Oh, Storkles and Celine. Hmm. I don't think they're related. I think they're both just like duck people. <laughs> are they ducks or are they different birds? They're gods. They're, they're godly ducks. Is Celine <laughs> a duck? I feel like her beak's different. Yeah. I'm gonna look this up. Yeah, I'm not sure though. It's definitely. <laughs> um, yes. Okay, maybe she's a duck, but her beak looks way different from all the other duck beaks. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, it it all it ends with the reveal that the lamp does not actually have a genie, even though it's called lamp of the of the first genie. And but but uh, there's like a brief moment where he's like telling his story about like his his, uh, his great 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 no! grandma or Ow! something. This is crazy. This is- They should have done that. Should have kept combined Jasmine and Jeannie into one character, and let's do well, a more romantic story here. Well, I, I, I think that it was very. I think Michelle's onto something. If they just switch the order of the story a little bit, like it would be very romantic. <laughs> Read him first, then they become friends, then they get married. Like, sure, marry your your genie slave. That's not good. Oh, that, I, I, I wasn't paying attention to that part. I, I can't. Why is that a part of it, the plot at all? Who knows to what order it happened though? Because he, he had their great 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 grandson recalling. He's probably not sure the exact order of things. So, 
Wow, Maybe. casting doubt on the oral traditions of of the of the dog person. How are you oh. He wasn't alive then. How's he supposed to know? Unless he has Gyro's time tub. That seems to be his only main purpose is to tell stories about the past. He keeps saying yeah, things like, oh, you will be remembered. Yeah, that, that's kind of his motivation. So he's got to keep things as accurate as possible. And that includes the sordid history of his ancestry. Yeah, <laughs> um, but I, I mean, I, I just wanted to point out that also like that animation style was like a little different, like, you know, like making it feel like very old timey sort of thing. So the, the props to at least make trying to make that a little bit more interesting. <laughs> this, after following it up, uh, after following up a revelation that this whole thing was for the purpose of just a lamp even though there's emotional connection but like uh, uh, everyone in show is disappointed and i think people watching what? might be disappointed the, too the, the, the does have like powers because he's like half genie or something i don't like... know i don't know if she's very tough he's, he's very well trained i think the lesson here though the lamp was well it wasn't valuable to anybody else it's worthless to everybody else but to him it means everything in the world so one person's trash is another person's treasure. One person's trash is another person's weird yeah. biological history yeah. tree. Yeah. I, I I think Dewey and um, Blue Shirt like literally says that at some point. Like, oh, one one per- one duck's trash is another duck's treasure. Oh, he was the most ex- like except for maybe Webby. He was the most excited in this episode to go on this adventure. So yeah, he's doing the dramatic flair thing. That sure. Um, <laughs> Uh, oh, and the, we use the Ottoman Empire show that ha- pops up in the background a couple of times, and um, the dog is offended by the Ottoman Empire because the real-life Ottoman Empire barely t- attacked his descendants, and they mm-hmm. they are very uncomfortable. They're made uncomfortable by this revelation. So, mm-hmm. history jokes, you guys. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that that happened, and then the outlaw Scrooge McDuck is oh. a, a whole flashback episode to Scrooge oh, and yeah, Goldie well, in the Old West. Well, no, it wasn't. They sort of subverted it because really, it was because from Jarrah's perspective, it's not a flashback episode. It's happening right now. He went back in time, so I like how they subverted the whole flashback thing because it's it's sort of not a flashback if you think about it. From Jarish perspective. So, uh, okay, so you're just leaning on the fact that time travel messes everything up. Is that really? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and personally, I, I, I like it better that way because I'm not the biggest fan of a whole like origin flashback stuff. I like stuff like let's do stuff like with the present, like what's going on with our characters now. I mean, except for the Legend of Korra beginnings, that's a classic. But you know, I'm just glad they subverted it. But you know, I just thought it was clever the way they did that. Yeah. Um, sure. Although, like, this feels like a very flashbacky episode, and it's a story. The like the worst part is like it's being told to Louis because he's lazy, and like the the show lampshades it by like Lo- Louis being at the beginning. Oh, is this about how like grit and determination gets mm-hmm. gets you places? And Scrooge just like, no, it's not just that, but it kind of is. <laughs> so I mean. And like I I don't know something about Gold Goldie Scrooge interaction just uh, I I can't I, I wasn't able to get into it in this episode. Um, Michelle, how do you feel about Goldie take being having her second episode here, her third third? I don't know. I mean, I want to 
honestly, like I was so high on Goldie through the context we were first introduced her because you just you, you don't know exactly what their relationship was in the past, but you get a sense of all this history and all these conflicting emotions and like I loved that, but I didn't really feel like this kind of episode I feel like is it's fine, but I don't really like need to see them in a western old-timey context. Because that's so removed from all the plot stuff that's currently happening. Like, if yeah. we didn't have the Della plot and, like, you know, there wasn't any bigger picture thing going on, I'd be like, oh, yeah, sure. But, like, right now it's like, no, no, no. Like, I want to wrap up the thing we started. I don't really yeah. have mental time to go to the and, West for an episode oh, for no reason. Oh, that, that's not the... It may, it may not flashback episode, not fan. I'm just not really big into Westerns. So if it's a flashback to, like, any other time by the Old West, which is, like, such a cliche trope. I've seen yeah, it so many times. Yeah, I think that's the thing. Yeah, like, the West, like, Western films have so many place markers, like, going to jail, having a sheriff, having a, like, a coach ride, having a train, gold, <gasps> pistols, cowboy boots. Like, you throw all of them there, and it's like, that's, that's the West, but, like, that's mm. kind of all that happened. It was all just, like, these, like, gestures vaguely mm. at the genre. Yeah. But, like, yeah. I didn't, I don't know, I don't think it, like, it was a fun hijink thing, but there, I think maybe just, like, the placement in the season felt a little weird. Mm -hmm. Because, like, if I'd been in a different mood and there weren't, like, real stakes going on in the next couple episodes after this one, like, it would have felt a little different seeing mm -hmm. them all together. But that's just me. Like, it wasn't a bad episode, but I honestly wasn't that high on so it. The most interesting part for me is just the very ending, the idea that Goldie might mentor Louie. I'm kind that of... was great, but that was the very end of the episode. Right. Like, they, they, they try to make this connect by connecting it to Louie's, like, beginning a business thing. Although, I also feel like that's kind of, like, third in the list of stories that I care about. Yeah. And, and, they, and, and Frank... Uh, the, the guy that runs the show said this was going to be a Louis centric season, and so far it doesn't really what? seem that way. Really? Yeah. Well, we have Donald in space. Well, how <laughs> do we have time to be the focus? Well, they say it's a focus like season one was Dewey focused. So. Oh, so sure. Red Shirt's going to be season three? Yeah, uh, yeah, or or like or what, Webby. or or Webby and save what Red Shirt for season four? I don't know. Like, hmm. you know how Teen Titans just. They focus their season just weirdly too. But, but but yeah, so I guess we're gonna get a Louis Goldie episode later. Sure. Oh, like I actually kind of love that. Like I want to see how those two personalities well, pan well, out. We've seen Louis from the beginning, like all the way down to that um, amusement park episode. He's sort of conning people. He's acting like Goldie. Remember how him and that um, waitress was sort of he sort of like sort of conning her, giving free fruit punch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that, that's that's Louis' whole deal with business. Uh, just trying to get money, and th th this this will uh, help him in his endeavors. <laughs> um, just uh, other characters that showed up here include uh, Sheriff Marshall Cabrera, who is just the old West version of the of uh, Fenton. His well, name is Fenton, right? <laughs> yeah, I kind of wonder. I wonder if he's. I wonder if he's related on his mother's side, which would make sense because his mother's a police officer. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, 
So I, I, there's your connection there to the re- to the real world, and also he he becomes an oh, like a cardboard old timey version of Gizmo Duck later in the episode, <laughs> uh, and you have uh, the introduction of John D. Rocker Duck, uh, voiced by uh, John Hodgman, a comedian person who's uh, shown up on podcasts. But uh, yeah, so I, I I kind of enjoyed him, although like he's you know old fashioned rich person villain so mm-hmm. but they, they do a good job of making him very yeah. unsympathetic uh, yeah complaining about his soup so i've the person that really sort of stole the show perhaps is his henchman jeeves he definitely had some good moments there you like yeah <laughs> well mainly how how like goldie's and scrooge's interaction with him how they sort of get him to churn but it's more that's more on those characters not really jeeves himself yeah, because honestly, that felt a little bit fast to me. <laughs> like in one, in one like brief like beg- begging for mercy, he's just like, okay, I I, I trust, uh, I'm fine with you guys escaping. Like, it, it, I don't know, I don't feel like there's enough setup done for that. But uh, yeah, I mean, his his design is cool, and like he he's definitely like going off of like uh, odd job or like other James Bond type henchmen, where he's like quiet and large he's got the bolt the little hat so mm-hmm. um yeah so so we, we've got those four episodes <laughs> um a lot, lots of lots of stuff happening in the second half of the week and we'll see how that connects to next week but yeah. uh before we go any final thoughts before we begin signing off here um and michelle um i i'm really sad that donald is going to space but <laughs> i mean i guess maybe if if we've established how much stress the adventures are causing him maybe him going to space is gonna make him like super brave and not be stressed out by adventures but i don't like that because like it's okay for donald to have stressors that's normal i don't <laughs> think he needs to change i think he deserves a vacation so i i don't know why he's going to space but i'm excited to see the kids reunite with della i'm excited for scrooge to lose his mind overseeing della again too i don't know why space is (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what to do with that and like the aliens i don't know Mm. but i'm excited just to see della again Mm. i'm just i'm interested donald too like i'm hopefully it won't be too long till we see him again and who knows? Maybe he could he can become the new leader of the Moon People. That'd be something like, interesting. Usurp the guy, yeah. I, be- I, I believe he could do that. He could, yeah. Do, yeah he, I could do that. I, I've seen him do it before. He's a very charming person when he wants to be. He can just mm-hmm. open to situations just like that. And but yeah, let's see what how's going to be when Della interacts with the, the regular characters. Perhaps like there each be like an episode of Della bonding with certain insert character here episode like including webby i hopefully she's part of it too it's not just the her sons and you know by the way i'm hoping it'll be a funny joke when she sees them all since she says wait i thought only had triplets i thought did i lay a fourth thing i don't remember (laughs) (laughs) no i i think she already recognizes who her sons are she has that she she drew that picture of them that looked like eggplants heads she yeah, that she's not and good also, at drawing. And also, um, by the way, didn't the show forget? Doesn't Webby have like a shadow inside her somewhere? I forgot about that. It seems the show has. Uh, 
Well, I mean, we 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 brought up Magicka in one of these episodes, so I guess Lena will show up again eventually. There's still a lot of a, this ep, Some of these episodes dealt with visiting characters we haven't seen in a long time, and I think next and week I, we'll probably have more of that. I definitely want to see Mrs. Beakley and Olsen just go maybe on a cruise or something, just get away from it all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, we we have uh, five episodes. I can't believe we. Oh my god! Don't um, be a marathon, five, but we can do it. Yeah, for five episodes to talk about next week, but so until that day comes, you can find out the info on this podcast at overlyanimated dot com. You can check up on other things that we're covering in the meantime. Um, you can join us on Discord if you want to chat with us about Ducktales or any other animated show we cover here at overlyanimated dot com slash Discord. You can support us at patreon.com slash overlyanimated. Thanks to all of our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, Kent, a.k.a. Brockman. Uh, Thanks, as always, to our Patreon executive producers, Ryan, Steve, Beatrice, Hugh, and Michael. Uh, Besides DuckTales, um, we are going to cover OKKO very soon. There's also new episodes of that going on. Star vs. the Forces of Evil, another yep. Disney show, is beginning to wrap up, and we will definitely have uh, well, coverage of the finale. Well, we have Miraculous Ladybug coming, like, a new episode soon? Well, we, we recently had a Miraculous Ladybug episode. I'm, I'm not, I'm not up to date on th- their schedule, but we definitely have one <laughs> recently that you can t- check up on. And, uh, yeah, so we, we and, uh, well, we also released a Detective Pikachu podcast because, yeah, you know, well, we, 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 well, we we felt like it, so <laughs> so really we 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 are have a varied slate of coverage here at Overly Animated. Well, I I've listened to a little bit of that. I have to finish it. It's so long. <laughs> yeah, I heard two hours. You guys <laughs> talked about Detective Pikachu. But was it really two hours? I feel like it's, it's a little Sam shorter Sam. than that. But uh, but yeah, so uh, l- listen for your s- movie. Listen for yourselves on our deep thoughts on all of those properties. But yeah, uh, we will talk to you about DuckTales next week. Uh, we'll, we'll examine the, the the fallout from all of these developments that we talked about today. So until then, th- thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.